Hi, we're Robin and Shelby, and you're listening to the Rising Rebel podcast. Through this podcast, our vision is to empower women to go for their dreams and have the courage to stand in their power. If you are someone who wants to live consciously, explore and shift your mindset, deepen your desire for personal growth, and really rebel against the shoulds and limiting beliefs that are holding you back, you've come to the right place. Here, we dig deep into the journey back to self and uncover that inner knowing that allows us to live from a place of alignment and authenticity. If the universe has placed us in your path, get ready because we're going on a wild and expansive ride. If you're on a journey of self-discovery, we've created an incredible experience just for you. Essentially, we've created what we wish we had to streamline our own personal development journey. It's called the Evolve and Expand Online Retreat, and it goes live September 30th. We've curated the best experts, teachers, and coaches from around the globe to bring you a -a one-of-a-kind learning experience. Some of our own biggest breakthroughs have happened when we least expected it, and often from leaders and teachers who weren't even on our radar. We believe that blending and finding a balance of modalities to serve, expand, and involve your mind, body, and soul is really the secret sauce to initiating quantum shifts. Visit www.evolveandexpandretreats.com to purchase your ticket or enter our giveaway. We've made the next step on your journey easy, accessible, and affordable. You'll get to learn from 27 different workshops and over 27 hours of content, all with lifetime access. So if you're ready to choose you and dive deep, we'd be absolutely honored for you to join us. We currently have early bird pricing for our Evolve and Expand online retreat, and it only lasts until August 14th. So if you already know you want in, go check out our website and snag your ticket. Hello, magical humans. Welcome back to the Rising Rebel podcast. You've got Shelby here. I'm so stoked to bring you guys this interview that we had. Um, It's so fun to have a duo on the podcast because Robin and I also are a duo. It's really fun to have two women um, who are killing it, two boss babes together. And yeah, it was just so much fun to have them on the show. So Latha Jay is a spiritual manifestation coach who blends modern knowledge with traditional wisdom. She integrates what she has learned through her life experience working in various healing modalities to teach people to shift perceptions, manifest, and live happier lives. She is passionate about guiding clients through lifestyle and mindset modifications to transform their lives to a new experience of happiness, freedom, and love. When not working with clients, writing, spending time with their family, or building courses, Latha spends her days learning from others, farming, and persistently maintaining a beginner's mindset in everything. Valerie Innes is an intuitive and psychic development coach and shadow work guide. She walks her clients through their shadows to find their inner magic and align to the most powerful self. Valerie enjoys writing and spending time with her children, exploring nature, and finding new ways to connect with the universe. We are so thrilled to bring this interview to you guys. And yeah, without further ado, here we go. Welcome, Latha and Valerie, to the Rising Rebel podcast. I am so excited to have both of you beauties here in the studio with me. Thank you for having us. Welcome, welcome. Thanks for having us. Yeah, my pleasure. So 
I'm excited, not only because we have both of you guys joining us inside of the Evolve and Expand online retreat, but the topic that you guys are going to be talking about inside of that retreat is something that I think deserves a bit of a bigger platform. (laughs) We're going to be talking about shadow work today, and that's going to take us down a ton of different rabbit holes, I can just already tell, because we there's just so much duality there's so many things about the self development the personal development world that brings us down into all different lanes so we're just going to go wherever it takes us so can you guys start off with a little bit about who you are where you're coming from give us a little bit of a background into what got you into this work sure um, I, I can share. Hi, everyone. My name is Lepa J. I am a spiritual manifestation coach and content creator on Instagram and TikTok. I have actually been working as a coach for well over a decade now, working in the space of shadow work and really teaching people how to ultimately achieve their goals, their long-term goals, their dream lives, their dream relationships, make the money that they want, all those fun things, which has you know, been a, a my passion of mine for a very long time. And I got into this work actually uh, because for my whole life I knew that I wanted to help people but I wasn't quite how that was going to unfold and I ended up wanting to become a doctor originally I went to medical school I did my undergrad all that stuff and I I ended up leaving medical school because I was like it's not quite the right fit I want to help people but not in this way Um, and then after just kind of looking at different things and seeing where my passions and where my skills really lied, I was able to then kind of become a coach and see like, wow, I have a huge impact in this space and I really make a difference in people's lives. So that's kind of how I got into the work. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hi, everybody. My name is Valerie. I am an intuition and psychic development coach. I teach women how to tap into their intuition and their intuitive gifts through navigating your shadow because a lot of times we are blocking ourselves because we don't think that we're worthy of our gifts or we doubt our gifts or, you know, fill in the blank. And I've been doing this work for honestly a few years. I've been really helping people dive into their own shadow. I just started doing the intuition work this past year. And it's been the most emotionally fulfilling thing in my entire life. And I'm so glad that I can combine shadow work and intuition and this beautiful package so that we can all remember who we truly are. Oh, I love that. So when it comes to shadow work, I think when I first started into my personal journey, I remember one of my teachers was like, she recommended this book maybe it was called like the dark side of the light chasers or I can't remember what it was, but it was in in essence, it was about shadow work. And I was like, no freaking way. I am not reading the book. Like I was not ready. It was not the time for me. I was like, not a chance. I'm not going down that rabbit hole yet. Like I want all the pretty fun stuff. I want all the feel good stuff. I was not interested in learning about my deep, dark shadows. And since then, I've had, I've really learned more about what it is. And I actually think shadows are this most gorgeous, beautiful access to my true self. And so now knowing that, I wish that I would have had uh, a different way of looking at that in the beginning of my journey. And so for those who are listening, who are just starting out in the beginning of their journey, perhaps, or they're in the middle, but they've never really heard of shadow work, or maybe they've heard of it, but they've had that same reaction of like, no way, sister, I'm not going there. What would you say, how would you describe it 
um, in an inviting way? Well, shadow, so the shadow is part of us, mm-hmm. regardless of if we're working on it or not, right? So my thought is always like, well, it's there anyway. <laughs> Why don't we just kind of work on it and be able to improve our lives astronomically in the process? So that's always my viewpoint. But I think that what you were saying was so accurate because I think a lot of people approach shadow work from the aspect of it's going to be difficult and it's hard and oh my gosh, like this is so intense. And yes, all of that is true and valid. But one of the aspects of it is like this aspect that's really beautiful and it's this transformative piece that's like really based in the space of self-love. And I think that that's really why Valerie and I had teamed up to write our book that we had written, um, Shadow Work uh, Based in Self-Love, Shadow Work Journal of Self-Love, because of that aspect, because we want to show people that shadow work doesn't have to be all scary. There's a really beautiful aspect of it that is nurturing and full of self-love and and care. Yeah. So shadow work in itself is those unhealed parts of you that you tried to hide, deny or reject. And I think when people hear the term shadow, they think it's like this, you know, deep darkness within you, which yes, it can be. But I mean, sometimes it's your talents, right, that are hidden within there, too. And the reason that we wrote the book to combine it with self-love is because we beat ourselves up so much about the things that we're doing wrong and the things that we suck at and, you know, all of the the negative things about ourselves and this book really takes it in a way that you can see those things in yourself and also love yourself because they got you to where you are today right listening to this podcast knowing that there's something about you that you feel called to really dive into deeper so that you can release that aspect of your shadow right or become its bestie and really move on with your life and not let it drag you down or continue to mask in this identity that doesn't even belong to you, right? And I like what you said that you have it anyways, so we might as well look into it, right? Like everybody's walking around with shadows. And so for those of, you know, for our listeners who are thinking, okay, interesting, never heard of this before. How do I know what my shadow is? Like, so you say I have a shadow, but I'm not even aware of what it is. I know you guys talk about there's certain ways that shadows show up in your life. I think there was four different ways I've, I've heard you guys speak about. There might be more. But could you guys maybe talk about the ways that you would notice your shadows or how they'll show up in your life again mm-hmm. and again and again until they are addressed? Oh, yeah. So many ways. Um, so one of the ways is through projections, meaning that we're projecting our own kind of issues or whatever's going on on somebody else or in a different situation. They can show up as triggers. You know, whatever's triggering you throughout the day, you get really mad about something, you blow up about something, there's something deeper there, your shadow's at play there. It can show up as a repetition compulsion, like you were saying again and again in this repetition cycle in our life. Like we are, you know, different jobs, but our boss sucks in the same way that they did in every job, but they're different people, right? Or we show up, um, we have different relationships, but our boyfriend is the same person, but like a different person, right? And all these relationships, the relationship ends for the same reasons or very similar reasons. Um, and then it can also show up as limiting beliefs, that little voice in your head that says, don't go for that promotion. You're not good enough. You know, you're not worthy of that. Don't do that. You shouldn't date that person. You know, that little voice that's rooted in our shadow. So when we're doing shadow work, we're really allowing the shadow to be integrated into ourself so that it doesn't have to be trying to constantly push you out of the way and take control of the wheel, right? We let it just exist and sit in the passenger seat and say, hey, you're here, I'm here, but I'm driving the car, right? And I make the decisions here. So what I take from that is, you know, if something keeps coming up for you in your life again, and you're thinking like, oh, 
it's just my bad luck or these kind of things always happen to me or like I can't seem to make this thing work. Perhaps it's like this shadow that's like, hey, I'm here to teach you a lesson. I'm not going away until you look at me. Like, do I have that right? Now, what else can a shadow teach us? Because Valerie, before we started recording, we kind of got on the tangent of how shadows and gifts really go hand in hand. And that was such a beautiful way of looking at it. You told me a little bit about how your voice aced began as a bit of a shadow and then transformed into your gift. Would you mind giving as much Mm -hmm. a little bit about that? So let's see. Okay. So growing up, my voice was dimmed and squashed basically. Like I wasn't allowed to have an opinion. Um, And when you're constantly told, you know, just sit down and not say anything and constantly feel like your voice doesn't matter, then you grow up as an adult not having a voice. And then you find yourself not being able to speak up, right, for a promotion that you need, or you find yourself um, not knowing how to communicate correctly to your partner. Um, And so for me, my voice was so diminished that I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I had the inability to make a decision on whatever direction I wanted to take. It literally gave me anxiety to think about making a decision on what path. Um, And when I finally dove into that aspect of myself, I realized that my voice is my power, right? It is, it is everything that I am. It is the way that I express myself, the way that I express my emotions, the way that I communicate with everybody else. And through diving into that aspect of my shadow, I came up with a memory that I had when I was in high school. I had to take summer school. um, And, you know, do y'all remember those, um, what were they called? The lessons that they would give you about how you were going to uh, dive into, like what job was the best for you? I can't remember what they're called, but it was like based on your personality. Yeah. Um, Yes. So the job for me was being a writer. And I remember going home and telling my mom, "Um, I I think I should be a writer because I actually wrote short stories in middle school for like years. I would like write pages and pages of fantasy fiction, right? That was like my fun thing to do. Um, And she told me, you're not going to make a lot of money doing that. Like, let's just not do that. And so immediately, boop that squash redirected my path into something completely different. Um, and when I realized that that moment had such a pivotal impact on what I wanted to do, um, I was like, no more. And so I started writing again. And then, um, I remember I actually had a meditation where I met my future self and she was like, girl, you're about to be a published author. And I was like, and then Letha, what was it? 11 days later asked, do you want to write a book with me? And I was like, even now, just thinking about it, it gives me like chills because it was everything that I wanted to do in such an easy package and working with Letha, hands down. And it was because I discovered mm-hmm. that aspect of myself, decided to dive into it and said, no more. I'm going to choose to speak up, even though it feels uncomfortable in my body. I'm going to do it anyway. And the universe was like, say less, girl, we got you. And here I am, published author. What do you think that was that push to go into what we what you would call a shadow, right? Because I think that when we get shut down as mm-hmm. children, a lot of the rest right. of our life is like working around that piece that's been shut down. So w- what you're saying is you actually dove into mm-hmm. the piece that about you that had been shut down and then came this beautiful gift. So how, what would you say to the, you know, the people who are listening who are too afraid to get into that piece that has been shut down or aren't even aware of it. Like, how do we start diving into our self-awareness? Realize right? There's a part of you are. that needs to be aware that this is an issue. So for me, it was mm-hmm. me not knowing how to make a decision, even like what mm-hmm. to cook for dinner, 
what to wear, what to buy at the store. Things like that were so hard for me. And I'm like, why is this so difficult? Like, this is not supposed to be that difficult. I'm supposed to be an adult, right? I'm, I'm a parent. I'm supposed to be making these decisions. And the fact that it gave me the ick to make decisions was, I was like, I cannot do this because my, my kids are counting on me, right? Like, I need to be showing up as the authority over my life. And so I really just started to get curious. I started to meditate and really connect with what made me uncomfortable. I started to be aware of the things that were continuing to repeat in my life. I just started to be aware of my, I started to really get comfortable with my discomfort so that I could figure out how do I move past this? And honestly, one way that really helped me was journaling, was just writing it out and letting myself just regurgitate all the thoughts that I have onto paper so that I can see it and be like, wow, this is really an issue for me. We got to, we got to work through this. And it was just one step at a time. I think mm-hmm. people are so overwhelmed with the idea of having all this healing work to do. But if you just focus on maybe one aspect that really needs to be addressed, then you can work your way up from there. Yeah, that's very powerful. Right. Sort of digesting it piece by piece, you know, whatever one is going to serve. And then they all just trickle. Latha, did you have any of like aha moments as you were starting out on your journey back in the day of, okay, you know, this was, was there any big pivotal parts of your life? Yeah. You're nodding. <laughs> Let's hear it. So uh, just when Valerie was speaking, I was like, yep, yep. I can so relate to exactly what she's And every time I hear her speak, there's always like another aha moment that pops up for me. So I have, um, yes. So exactly what she was sharing. I learned shadow work through journaling, right? Through writing around journaling prompts and like really looking into yourself to see what it is. I think back in the day, it was called wounded child work or inner work. Maybe came with the a lot of different terms. And I know now it's mainly called shadow work. That's like the buzz term that everybody uses. But what I realized was like, wow, I'm having this profound shit about the way that I understand myself from a pen and a paper, right? Like writing something down. And by the time I actually dove into shadow work for myself, I had been in therapy for years. You know, I had worked with multiple different healers. I'd done all this stuff. But really what dawned on me was like, the most powerful healer for me mm-hmm. is me, right? And it's true for everybody. The most powerful healer for you is you. And that's not saying don't work with a healer or therapist. Work with them, but that's all supplementary to the work that you are doing for you. And that's when I was like, wow, shadow work is so profound. And it's so simple to do and to, to move through it with the support of, yes, a wonderful therapist or to move through it with, you know, a Reiki master that's assisting you and attuning you throughout the process is beautiful and it makes it so much smoother. But that journey to work, the person that's doing the work is you. And um, that's when things like really shifted for me. And as a coach, I've worked with so many clients and really like walked them through shadow work and have done a lot of deep work. And just to see the profound changes that happen in the matter of like a month, you know, a couple months, and then, then long-term clients that I've worked with for years, I just think back to what they were like when we first met, to the powerhouses that they are in existence in the world now, right? The way that they shine their light bright, it's just like, wow, this is incredible. There's nothing else that I've seen that can make such a profound impact on someone's life. Do you guys have like a process that you bring people through that allows them to access their shadow and find out kind of what's in there? Because I think a lot of people listening right now are like, okay, cool. I am in control. All the work, I can do all the work myself, which is amazing. I'm in the driver's seat of my life. 
now what? How, how do I find, like, you know, I, I can just see people like rubbing their hands together. Okay, I've got this shadow. Where do I dive in? What do, do I ask it questions? Like, is it a thing? Is it me? What, so like, what's the process to kind of get into that shadow so that you can really um, mm-hmm. extract the lessons and so the gifts out of it? It's funny that you say, should I talk to it? Because that's actually one of the exercises that we have in our book is conversing with your shadow. It's really just talking out loud with what's bothering you. So for example, let's say you have a repeating pattern in your life. Let's go bring up the dating example, right? Like I've been there and that's me. If you find yourself in the same relationship, right? With a different person who, and you're experiencing the same kinds of things, let's call it disrespect, right? Or somebody who doesn't treat you the way that you should be. And you just keep showing up as the same person as you are, right? Allowing the disrespect and finding yourself um, uncomfortable and completely angered by the disrespect, right? Over and over and over again, that's an aspect of your shadow. And so the way that you address that is to figure out what am I, how am I playing a role in this in this reality, right? Like how am I playing a role in allowing disrespectful people in my life? This could be friends, this could be bosses, this could be literally anybody um, showing up in your life, continuing to disrespect yourself. And when you are aware of what is going on and how you play a role, then you figure out like, okay, how am I going to change this, right? Or how long have I allowed disrespect into my life? When was the first time that I experienced disrespect and how did that make me feel? What are the emotions that I am continuing to exhibit every day by being disrespected, right? That's just an example. When you really get curious with yourself and ask yourself, what is it about this that is continuing to show up for my life? Um, Get out your journal, right? Get out your voice memo and just talk to yourself. Like, how can I move past this? Or is it because I was disrespected when I was 10 10 years old by the bully on the playground? And I thought, well, I guess I deserve that because they know better than me. So I'm just going to keep doing it, right? When you keep getting curious with your shadow, then you can um, uncover the root. And then we're like, okay, actually, I'm not going to be disrespected anymore. I'm going to stand up for myself. I'm going to tell that person, you are not allowed to talk to me that way. (laughs) Or I'm going to remove myself from the situation and I'm going to try something different. But it's really you um, getting curious and continuing to ask yourself, what is the deal? How can I move past this? Um, And I think people have this um, idea that it has to look a certain way and it really doesn't. It's really just you uncovering what it is, moving past it in a way that looks and feels good for you, right? Like through an aspect of self-love, compassion, um, and choosing to do something different rather than staying stuck stuck in the same cycle, make a different choice and see how that makes your life a little bit better. Well, I I love that you said really it comes down to, you know, Mm -hmm. it comes down to taking that self-responsibility and not in a like you've done something, you know, it's your, it's not your fault. There's no fault. There's no blame to be had in this self-development world. Yeah. Zero. But taking responsibility for your part in it. And then I also liked how you said really kind of dip digging in, diving in Mm -hmm. to where the root came from. Because that's what all of this healing work, all of the spiritual journey teaches us is to go to the root, really. And oftentimes, it's more than not, we'll find that in our childhood. And I think that's Mm -hmm. why inner child healing and shadow work are so similar, right? They might even really be almost the same thing. Um, So finding that root and then having compassion, I think is also something probably that you guys talk about compassion for where that shadow came from. It came from something. It didn't just pop up out of space Mm -hmm. being like, Hey, I'm just going to come into your life here. Right? Like having compassion for how that got to be. And I always find when I can bring in compassion and curiosity into my life, everything softens and Mm -hmm. I'm allowed to dive deeper into the work 
Would you guys agree with that? Like that compassion piece is so important. It's vital. Yeah. And it actually makes it much more attainable and the, uh, easier for people to step into it, right? Less intimidating mm-hmm. to be seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also if you mm-hmm. go, well, I just want to mention yeah, if you find the root of something, I- that's really, really cool. If you find like the core memory, but sometimes you can't figure out where it came from and you know, it's just been happening for years. So when you're doing shadow work, don't feel like you have to find the exact moment that that shadow appeared in your life. Just know that it's there. It's a part of you. And it really just wants to be seen. It wants to be validated. It wants to know I am continuing dis- to be disrespected and I don't like it. Oh, nice. I love that. I don't like it. So can you please pay attention to me and become my bestie, right? Send me some love. Send me com- some compassion, especially for yourself and so that you can make different choices. I like that you mentioned that because... I think a lot of people too, if they've had some really triggering past traumas mm-hmm. in their life, that's no. why they don't want to go into shadow work. They're like, I'm not reliving that. I want to go down that no. path again. And you're saying you actually don't have to, mm-hmm. you do not have to go into that exact moment. There's no, I love no. that you guys say there's not really gonna. no like A plus B equals C in this work. It's not like there's a specific process you have to fall, you have to follow, right? No, it's just knowing that it's there and accessing the parts that it allows you to access. And so I, I really like the, the, um, what's the word? The bigger the bigness, picture, right? It's all, it's all of it. Shadow work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Before, yes, a lot of shadows mm-hmm. do come from trauma, but sometimes I just, I prefer to just say like an impactful mm-hmm. event from our past because trauma is something that people either can associate with or mm-hmm. cannot associate with, right? Because someone like, you know, my, my second grade teacher yelling at me, that's not necessarily trauma. I wouldn't associate that with trauma, but it was impactful in my life. So I say like shadows form from those impactful events, whether we classify them as traumatic or not, doesn't really matter. They're impactful that they left some kind of memory or we made some decision about ourselves or how we show mm-hmm. up in the world in that moment. And the reality is they're still showing up in your yeah. life because that's the whole reason why we would look at them because they wouldn't be a shadow if they were just like underneath the surface and you would never saw them. They're coming up and they're making themselves known. They're pulling at your pant leg being like, hey, I'm still here. Pay attention to me. So yeah. So what happens when you do go into the shadow work, you have this resolution or whatever happens. What are some of the things that happen after that you guys can speak to? So once you've done the work, do shadow work, the really like cool thing that happens is that your shadow is still there, right? That little voice is still there. Still is probably saying the same thing, honestly, maybe a little bit mm-hmm. quieter, but still there. The thing that really shifts is your ability to understand that that's your shadow and to make a different choice. So let's say for that example of your, you know, your second grade teacher yelling at you being really terrible and saying you talk too much, so you quieted yourself down. Then as an adult, as a 27-year-old, as a 30-year-old, whatever your age is, you still, in those moments, when you want to speak up, you suppress yourself because you're in that space of being that hurt second, second grader, right? So instead, in that moment, once you've done shadow work, and you want to speak up and that voice comes up and says, don't say anything, you're going to get hurt or don't say anything, your voice doesn't matter, whatever the case is, you can acknowledge the shadow and say, I see you shadow and it's okay, I'm okay, I'm going to take this, I'm going to speak up and you make a different choice. So then you can live your life as an adult and you don't have to live your life as that hurt second grader anymore, right? Allowing them to make the choices. You make different choices and that's what's so beautiful about Yeah, I agree. I think showing yourself that it's safe to 
step into that shadow, right? And to acknowledge it, you know, one of the things in my, that I do for my clients is we access um, higher consciousness and get guidance for what we need. Um, and Letha was saying that you need to show yourself that it's safe. And one of the, one of the things that I've noticed a lot of the women that I work with um, deal with is doubt within themselves um, or the inability to make a decision or they feel like they don't know what to do, right? Like it, it feels uncomfortable trying to do the thing that you want to do. There's, you know, whatever the, the shadow aspect is, but really the, your higher self will tell you when you show yourself that it's safe, right? Like for example, to speak up, when you go, when you take those baby steps to show yourself that you're safe and that you're not seven years old anymore, you're not going to get reprimanded. You're not going to get bullied. And you just take the action today. You'll start to integrate your shadow and show yourself like, oh, it is safe for me to speak up. Like if I feel like I have something to, um, say in a meeting, right? No one is going to be like, uh, girl, like we don't want your opinion. No, they're going to, they're going to listen to you, right? Like we are not children anymore. And I think so many aspects of our shadow keep us in that childhood minds, the mindset of don't speak up, like don't say anything because it is kind of really scary. But if you just take the steps to do it, you will actually be surprised that, oh, wow, I, I actually am, am safe to be me. And it's, it's okay. Like we are in 2023. The world is changing so rapidly now. We are not living the lives that our parents were living, right? Or our or great parents, great grandparents were living. We are the people that are here to show everybody else the way, right? And by you doing the work and diving into yourself, you're going to show the woman next to you. It's okay to speak up to period. I really like that. You said, we're not here to get rid of our shadows because when you said that, I had this moment of like, mm -hmm. yeah, it's a part of us. We don't want it. We don't want to get rid of a part of us. It's a beautiful part of us. We just don't want it to be the loudest speaker in the room, right? So I, I really like that you said you're not actually here to get rid of your shadow. Mm -hmm. You're here to like give it attention and let it just mm -hmm. like peacefully chill. Yep. Like you can be scared and do the thing, right? Like you can that. hold its hand and be like, I, I got this. It's going to be okay. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. well, it's about having your own back, right? Like really being the one who's going to hold you through that. It, I always say it mm -hmm. is always about coming back to yourself. You are the only one that can do anything for you. You're the only one that can provide safety, comfort, love. It's only you. So I love yeah, this. Because is all there's coming, no coming one else that. that will be with you more than you will be with you for the rest of your life. It's literally you versus you. Tell me about your book. I want to hear more about this book. So our book is called Shadow Work Journal for Self-Love. Here we go. It's really good. Um, and it's broken down into different parts. So the first part is the introduction, all about shadow work, how to use the book. The second part, we've got exercises and rituals to do in order to um, talk to your shadow, right? Like in order to discover that relationship that you have with your shadow. And then we have journal prompts at the end. Um, and it's really, it, it's laid out in a way that you don't have to follow it from front to back. You can literally just open a page and be like, what do I want to dive into today? Right. Um, we laid out the book so that you can explore your shadow in a safe, nurturing way and show yourself love and compassion through um, the exercises that we do. Right. Like things like um, I think one of them in there that Letha wrote was the mirror high five that I do. Like I just did it like earlier today in the bathroom. I was like, yeah, girl, we got this right. It's you showing up for you and high fiving you because, like I said, it's you versus you. And um, and so the book is really it's it's written in a down to earth way. And 
Letha and I were walking through our own shadows, right? As we were we were writing the book. So we literally put tears and our everything into this book so that everyone can take it and um, improve in whatever way that looks for you through loving yourself. Because when you find that self-love, there is nothing can stop you. Like you are going to be a magnet to everything that you want. I was saying, Valerie, I love that you were pointing out that whole high five in the mirror thing. Cause I actually learned that from the author, Mel Robbins. She had written this whole, you know, she, I think she has a whole book on it, but it was such a beautiful concept. So simple, you know, when you really need to get up and get going, like that's just what you do. And you encourage yourself, give yourself that love that you need. And like Valerie was saying, when we were writing this book, we were both going through it. My father had just recently passed away. Um, like literally it was like the week before writing the book. And I was going through it, grieving, being in my shadow, being in like all of this stuff just coming up for me. And that was one of the exercises that I was like, you know, I would wake up and I'd be like, I don't want to go through today, you know, and I'd be like, look, look yourself in the mirror, give yourself a high five and get going. Like you have to show up in the world. You're still a mom. You know, you're still a wife. You're still a, a business owner, showing up for your clients, showing up for everybody, show up for yourself, you know? And of course, I took a lot of time off and did all the things to, to really uh, nurture myself through my healing process. But that high five thing, man, it, it really like resonated with me so much. It helped me so much. And one of the cool things about the exercises that we actually, that ended up in the book is because that we started with a lot oh, yeah. more, right? And we were using them actively going through our own process. And then I'd be like, this one really worked. This one mm-hmm. I didn't really like so much and we cut it out. You know, that ended up in the book are like really good really, really well utilized, I'll say. Um, And again, the way that we structured the book is so easy. And we did that on purpose, right? Because working with clients, I think everybody kind of realizes if we don't make it as simple as possible, the, the probability of people actually getting into it and working with it decreases dramatically. So when we make it simple, it's like much more likely we're going to do it. And that's what we wanted. We want people to actually get the book and to use it, to learn what shadow work is, to be able to understand it, to go through the exercises and realize it's mm-hmm. not that hard. You know, it's, it's the way that you can step into it. That feels easy. That's loving. It sounds mm-hmm. like the prompts in your guys's books too. That's really what it is. It's like, it's just in just enough to change a little bit of your state, just enough to change your vibration, your frequency, just a little bit. Right. And like that, what people don't realize sometimes in this personal development, self-development <laughs> space is it just takes this tiny little bit to start snowballing. And then pretty soon, three or four years later, you look back and you're like, holy pickles, I'm a different person. Yeah. <laughs> like You're a completely different person, but it started with these tiny little things. It doesn't have to be these m- okay. ginormous, huge, you know, yeah. Two week retreats that you go on that you don't talk to anybody and you're immersed in healing. It doesn't have to be that way. It can, but you can also just start with these really small, beautiful little changes. Mm-hmm. We right. may or may not have lost Valerie, but that's okay because you know what? Technology is technology and she's filled us with so much goodness. So she's bowed out now. <laughs> But Letha, can you just let us know where we can find you guys? Maybe let's talk a little about how you guys yes. are going to be in the Evolve and Expand online retreat coming up in September. And by the way, pre-sale tickets went on sale today. So very cool. By the time you guys are hearing this podcast, they're already on pre-sale. What are you guys going to be talking about inside of this retreat? Do you know yet? Is it going to be a surprise? Oh, we know. We're so excited about it. 
planning and working on our workshop, we're going to be talking about shadow work and we're going to be talking about it from the aspect of the space of self-love and really understanding what it is and how it shows up in our life. So we're very excited about joining the retreat and we're, we're really grateful for the opportunity to be able to do that. So anybody that's listening, please come and make sure that you are able to join the workshop that we're hosting. We're, we're going to be presenting some really cool ideas. If you've made it to the end of this episode, that means you're committed to expanding your mindset, shifting your beliefs, and the journey back to self. We are so honored and absolutely grateful to have you along for the ride. If you enjoyed this conversation, please help us spread the message by sending this episode to a friend. The Rising Rebel is dedicated to creating a paradigm shift where women remember how truly magical and innately worthy they are. See you next week, and remember... Empowered women are good for the world.